Howdy, everybody. Welcome to the Brother Sister Show, a family-owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch by talking about movies. This week, we are talking about Death on the Nile and Kimmy. I forgot the other one for a second. Um, <laughs> but before we get to that, we've got some exciting... Well, I would, I'm not going to presume that it's exciting. Um, but we're going to talk about the Oscar nominations. Well, Ooh. do you have anything to catch up on? I don't really have anything. Uh, I just moved in to my new place more room double the rent yeah it looks kind of boring but hopefully we'll populate these walls soon that's pretty much it i don't really have much else going on yeah i'm trying to think but i feel like i don't really have anything new this this shirt is new but that's nice um yeah, Oscar nominations. How did, or did you, I was able to watch them. Somehow I've always watched them, like the past years, I've watched them in the car. Really? I don't know how. Yeah. It was like eight in the morning or seven. Yeah. How did you watch it in the car? So why well, I had it like on YouTube. Well, it's either, I'm never home. So I'm either going to work, like I'm on, it's on my way to work and I just like have it in the car. Right. Um, this time, because I work from home, <laughs> I had to get, I, I decided to get groceries that morning and I was running uh, a little bit behind, but I was like, you know what? I, I'll probably just watch them uh, when I'm in the store, which is what happened. We, I was walking around and then it, it was 718. So I was like, fuck. And so I mm. um, started listening to it while I was getting my groceries, which honestly was like the best way to do it. Cause I was like, if I'm going to be angry, I might as well be in a public space, you know? Yeah. Um, and I like getting groceries weirdly sometimes. So I was like, this is like a, especially in the morning when there's nobody there. Oh, it's very nice. I love it's it. It's a liminal um, space. It like, truly. Yeah. You, you feel like the only character. Yes. It's, and it's a, especially when I'm shopping for groceries and uh, people are, there's only people, the only people there are like stocking. Oh, yeah. And I feel like, like, should I, should I not be in here? Like, it feels like when I worked at Target and I got there early and people were still working and the store wasn't open. But, That's funny. But yeah. But no, um, I didn't, I didn't watch it. I, I was waiting for class and then I was just uh, on my laptop and I pulled up Twitter and honestly I forgot, but then I saw them tweeting. And so I just started like looking at the tweets Honestly, I didn't know that they like did a show to announce them. Like, yeah. I assumed, but I, I just wasn't interested. I just saw it. It's too early. Like I, I, a lot of people have been saying, like, why don't you make it a primetime special? Like, why are right. you doing it at seven in the morning? I don't know, though. I kind of like the it feels like a tradition now of getting up early. And at least for me, I watch it every year. How did this stack up? Like, I, I, I don't know. Is it like? What what happens? They just announce it. Do they say anything else? This year, I kind of liked it. Well, it was it was also over Zoom, so it's always going to be a little bit awkward over Zoom because it's usually in person. They used to have where the like for entertainment reporters were in the room, and so you could hear reactions. Um, oh, which was interesting. Like there was one year, I think it's a clip that goes around on Twitter sometimes where 
I think the exclusion of somebody, like they finished a category and people started, like they like gasped because they were like, oh, uh, they weren't nominated. Um, or you'll get like surprised, you know, reactions or clapping. Wow. That's how I, I, I gasped. I was like driving. I was almost home. And when they said her name, I gasped. Uh, that was the only reaction I had. Um, yeah. So, I, I mean, now it's it's just them on Zoom reading the nominations, getting all the pronunciations wrong. Um, oh, my gosh. I, which, honestly, I, I, I want to make fun of, but I kind of sympathize with. <laughs> I saw them try to pronounce uh, uh, m- the biggest snub of the, of the morning is Denis Villeneuve. Oh, Denis. Yeah, yeah, truly. I, that um, was like truly shocking because it <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. Some of the the academy, the way they work sometimes is like I feel like they were like, well, he's already hasn't he won one or no? Uh, for best director, I don't know. But sometimes they're like, well, the Dune has a lot, so like maybe we don't have to nominate him yeah but like if if out of all of the nominations like i feel like that one's the most deserved because oh 100 i mean there's that like all those interviews of him saying like he's been thinking of this movie since he was 14 like he Mm -hmm. started it then like i just don't it does not make any sense doesn't compute you know one thing they did sorry back to the nomination thing real quick one thing they did that I liked this year is they, it was the whole theme of the Oscars. They always have like a weird theme, but it never really shined because the Oscars always look the same. So I don't know why they mm-hmm. have a theme, but this one is, is something about like movie lovers or something. And so oh, really? for certain nominations, they had people, um, they had like movie lovers read the nomination. So like, for instance, for best actor, they cut to in uh, Howard, they have a Chadwick Boseman like acting school, like they named oh, yeah, their yeah. acting school after him, and so they had somebody like a student from that school read the nominations for best actor since he was nominated last year. So I thought like oh. that was kind of cool, and especially because the um, the people that were reading them were actually pretty good. Like I was kind of like, oh god, they're gonna be <laughs> they're not gonna read it well. And then there was this one uh, they had a firefighter read it, like a New York firefighter, and so hearing him say like the nominations and, and his accent was pretty funny oh, um that's cool but yeah but anyways let's we can get to the nominations the only yeah, thing he, i was truly oh sorry no no, no i was just gonna oh, say yeah he, he yeah. got it for for arrival best director honestly it, it's really dumb but the academy kind of does that where they're like well we've already given him an oscar so like does he need another one when so that's not that's why people always say that the Academy is just political or like the Oscars yeah. are mostly political and it, it doesn't really depend on what, how good the movie was. It depends on how the Academy sees you and also how you campaign for them. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's Very lame. weird, but yeah, let's go through it. Um, the only thing that I was, there's usually one movie that I'm kind of because there's I this is gonna sound so, I'm gonna sound so dumb but there's so many movies and like categories and stuff that I can't pay attention to all of it I didn't even know after uh the everything was said and done that Lady Gaga wasn't nominated like I didn't really pay oh. attention to that a lot so the only thing I was paying attention to is how much the power of the dog got since that was my favorite 
And I was I hoping for something for Pig, but I knew there's not nothing was going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I did pay attention very closely to Best Supporting Actor because I we can all sleep soundly now knowing that Jared Leto was not nominated. Yeah. That, I mean... I was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> the world was shaking in their boots. Worked uh, in is the middle the... of the street. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know Jesse Plemons got nominated and Wild. Kirsten Dunst. And yes, I did not expect that. That was Has that ever happened surprising. before? Where a couple? Like a couple nominated for the same movie the same year? Ooh. Obviously the same question. year, but... Um, because that feels like I can think of. I think Penelope Cruz and uh, Javier Bardem. I I know they're nominated both this year, but in different movies. But I feel like when they were in that movie with Scarlett Johansson, it's called like Vicky, Christina, whatever. Um, I think they were both in that movie, and I know somebody got nominated from that. I don't know. It is interesting, but I'm I'm happy for them because that feels. I feels like a good thing, like a yes. good moment. Yes, because especially because people didn't, at least I didn't expect, I knew Benedict Cumberbatch and also the kid, I forgot his name. I knew both of them would probably get something, but it's very surprising to me that um, Kirsten and Jesse Plemons got something. Yeah. Especially Jesse Plemons, because he was in it for like five minutes, it felt like. <laughs> I know, he pieced out. But yeah, yeah. Cody Smith-McPhee. Yes. Got, got it. He was so good. Which is... And- I'm sure yeah. that's happened before, but like best supporting actor, like two from the same. Oh movie. yeah, it happens all the time. Well, that's that's cool. I was surprised, uh, um, not by like her performance, but that they would like recognize her it was Jesse Buckley for the Lost Daughter and oh as best yeah, supporting. Same, and I think this is the first time she's nominated. Oh, maybe not. I don't know, but I love her, and I'm very glad that she'll be there. Also very surprised. You know what also surprised me? And I didn't gasp, but I said, oh, was Andrew Garfield. Oh, for tick, tick, yeah. I, I don't know how I feel about that. I like but, I like him. I mean, he was I, fine, I, but like, I don't know. He was good, but the movie itself, I just didn't expect it to get anything, really. Oh, yeah. Did it get uh, editing? Because I really liked the editing yeah. in that movie. I think it did, and people were making fun of it. <laughs> mainly just for that uh therapy one yeah i think so that, that was that was good i like that um the that worst person fine. in the world i know you haven't seen it yet but no uh, but i'm excited to watch it best original screenplay which is really cool i'm surprised you didn't um, get best picture because drive my car did right yeah i would immediately get rid of don't look up and just like swap oh my god swap. i i even i forgot <laughs> Because I was so overjoyed about the exclusion of Jared Leto that I completely forgot about this stupid fucking movie. It didn't get yeah. any actors, did it? Or was Leo nominated? I think Leonardo uh, was, right? I don't think so. But as long as it didn't get any of the acting categories, then I'm fine. Because it's <laughs> yeah, not going to win. I don't think it did. If Don't Look Up wins, <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. I, uh, I honestly don't know. I, I'm glad Nightmare Alley did because I really like that movie. I didn't I didn't think that it would get much. So Best really? Picture is very surprising to me. Yeah. I mean, out of all the movies that came out last year, do you think it was like sh- it was a shining example of the best of the best? I mean, don't look up. I don't know. The standards, like every time I try <laughs> to think of like, is that Oscar worthy? And then I think of 
don't look up. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what Oscar worthy is. I don't know. Fair enough. I, I think like costume design for sure. Like which I think it did get nominated for. Mm-hmm. And then the visual effects, uh, free guy got nominated, which I don't, I don't even know what, what did they, did they see the same movie? Like, I don't get that. I don't know. They had, it had visual effects in it. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it definitely, the visuals were affected. <laughs> uh, to put it next to Dune is really insulting, honestly. Yeah. That's all I can really think of. I think one of the shorts that I saw at Sundance was nominated um, for best animated short. Yeah, Beast is fantastic. Well, well, let me just go down the line and think of just random questions. So first, um, because I know there's discourse about Spider-Man being nominated for best picture. I mean, that's stupid, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's so stupid. I saw Kevin no. Smith was like, yeah, it needs to be like it deserves or, or I don't remember exactly what he said, but exactly, you know, it's like, no, no, just no. Uh, if all of all the like Marvel movies to be nominated, this is not the one I would ever think, especially like it was a sequel too, and not even just a sequel is a third movie in a trilogy. Why the fuck <laughs> would they ever nominate that? Did they even nominate the Dark Knight for best picture? Oh, that's a good question. I don't think so. Right, then don't don't talk to me. Like, don't talk to me about <laughs> fucking Spider Man. You don't have to be Oscar nominated or be recognized by the Oscars to even to to for it to matter. You know, get a yeah, people's that, choice and then call it a day. That's the whole thing. Is like, if if you don't like it, then just don't watch the Oscars. Don't like follow it. Don't care about it. Yeah, and like <laughs> I'm just so I tired complain it. about it, but I complain about it like I complain about like my job. You know, I still like it. But I, it just, I, it's like a, well, it's like a tough love thing, right? I just want right. them to be better. And yeah, I'm going to talk shit about it all day, but I'm going to fucking watch it and I'm going to be, it's going to be an all day event for me. That's my Super Bowl. I'm going to be like having a little cookout. Yeah. I, I truly love it. And, but how the fuck would Spider-Man, but uh, again, don't look up. I don't know. <laughs> what are the standards <laughs> here? I don't know. They fucking love Adam Adam McKay and oh what? my gosh, and it got ed- for nominated for best editing too. Like, Ugh, that's like Bohemian Rhapsody level, <laughs> like upset. Um, West Side Story got a lot too. I mean, I don't know. I just I, I was talking to people at work. We had there's like a movie channel, and of course I'm annoying in it. <laughs> and, <laughs> You're um, wrong. Pig yeah. was bad. You're wrong. Heard no. I'll just have. I, I should. Is there a meme that's like bad take? <laughs> oh <laughs> just yeah, say that yeah. all day bad take. Um, I think people were saying, or somebody in the group chat was like, w- "Did even like I haven't even seen West Side Story. Has anybody seen it? I I, th- I forgot that's like a thing, right? That nobody went to go see it, right? Which is surprising to me. I thought it, everybody loved the musical, but I guess I don't know. Regardless, um, I said like I saw it. I think I was the only person in the chat that saw it, and I said it's fine. I mean, I didn't like offend me other than Ansel Elgort's face, but like, what do you, what is Steven Spielberg gonna do about that, right? But like, it's a Steven Spielberg <laughs> movie, so like, I guess that's what. Yeah, I mean, it's like is appealing. It, it definitely deserves know. like best director for that. Oh, I think we both agreed, right? That it was it was beautifully shot. The direction Beautiful was gowns. amazing. Yeah, the music. I mean, it's how are you gonna? It's Steven Sondheim, right? So like, of course, the music's good. Yeah. 
I don't know. It just whatever. And I I do like the nomination or um Ariana DeBose. I really mm-hmm. like that. And I think I don't know if I like well, she was the best in the movie. And I like the history of it. If she won and like she won the same role that Rita won, that'd be really cool. That would be momentous. So and I, I oh I'm so excited to see what they're gonna be wearing. That's Ooh. all I wanna know. Jessica Chastain, another surprising oh, one. Okay. I like it though. I really like it. Um, and every time they they called out for being the Ricardos, uh, <laughs> I just thought of like how you were like, I don't want to see it. Also, oh yeah, J.K. Simmons is in that movie. Oh yeah, okay. So I watched this. I was gonna save it until we talk about it, but I, it? we'll just we'll just talk about it now. Yeah, I watched it. Oh. Um, s- sadly, he's in it. And like, I I love J.K. Simmons, but like, no, not for this man. Mm. Like, they, I feel like they could have given it to someone else, like more deserving. Like he's mm. he's good in it, I guess. But um, I definitely get Nicole Kidman because she's like obviously, you know, she plays Lucille Ball and she she does it fantastic, and she's like the best part of the movie. How's Javier? Uh, not. Fine. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, so I had like a really morbid thought after watching it because I had to go like uh, drop Kayla off or something. And I was just thinking in the car, I was like, if I got into a car crash and if being the Ricardos and I, I died and being the Ricardos was the last movie I saw, that would be the most depressing shit ever. So I got home and immediately watched uh, another movie because I was like, I, don't, I do not want this to be my last movie I've ever seen. Do you know the morbid thought I have all the time? And you, But you have to cut this out. <laughs> you okay. this cannot be in it um unless i mean unless it's funny i'll beep but, it maybe i could not beep it it was very funny but i had to get rid of it so sorry guys but That's i think funny. that <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm glad i'm not alone but yeah i had that thought and i was like um, right there i'm glad i'm not alone yeah i'm glad okay, i'm not sorry. alone yeah i had that thought and i was like i don't know i just it just felt so geriatric that movie. Like it just wasn't for me. Oh my! <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. I know it's, exactly what you mean, and, and I'm not excited to see it. No, yeah, I reluctantly watched it. I, Aaron Sorkin, like he can write, but I don't know if he can direct. I, I know he can. Oh, he direct. cannot direct. He cannot. Love him? Nope. I haven't seen. Uh, what is it? Molly's Game or The Trial of Chicago 7? But Missy I'm not Trials, like yeah. eager to watch him after this. So Molly's Game, it's it's fine. It's not amazing. But if I, I you, the only reason I would have you watch it is because there's it's obviously based on a true story and they change a lot of the names of the characters. Um, but allegedly the person that Michael Sarah plays is supposed to be Tommy Maguire. Because Tommy Maguire is apparently, like, allegedly not a cool guy. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. But, and it, like I said, it's fine. I think you might like it. It's it's like, maybe for you, like a, like a two and a half, three star movie. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Well, I mean, I watched, <laughs> I watched other, uh, like, I watched Cyrano, which is I was going to ask you about that. For, uh, best costume design sure is that 
I mean, I haven't seen it, but I would, when every time I see the trailer, I assume that Peter Dinklage had a chance, but no. I think so. Um, I'm, I mean, maybe get rid of Javier Bardem. I feel like they're probably the same level. Like I wasn't like, I was reminded like how because I've only ever seen him in Game of Thrones, and I was reminded like how good of an actor he is. But he can't really sing that good, and he sings in it. Mm. Like I didn't know it was a musical. Uh, oh, oh, it's a musical. Well, I guess I could tell that from the trailer. Yeah, it's he not did... like a lot though. Like it's not watch... a lot of singing. Oh, okay. Um, do you watch the? Oh, you! I just remembered your review for that, and it was really funny. Um, did you watch? Do you watch remember. the roundtables, like the Hollywood Reporter roundtables, or no? Uh, I've seen a couple of them, but I haven't. Is he in one mm. or something? Yeah, I would watch this new this the the one they did for this year for the uh, actors because it was pretty funny. I haven't seen the actress one yet. Um, because Nicolas Cage is in there, bless his heart. Oh, um, I saw, a clip and he's of really that funny. But yeah, that part's really funny um but he yeah he talked about singing and how he just like seemed so uncomfortable when they brought up the because obviously because andrew garfield was there and so they were like talking and he's also not he said he's Mm -hmm. not really trained to be a singer which like fuck you like (laughs) (laughs) like in the best way possible fuck off anyways uh he just talked about how he just like hated singing and it was like the worst experience (laughs) because he is not good yeah Um, some of that kind of came off oh, but mm. i mean but then I liked his Garfield, other parts. Oh, okay well i mean i he's i love him but uh <laughs> andrew garfield I, I like that part though when he talks about that and he's like talking down on himself because when he said that andrew garfield's like no i'm not gonna let you just like say you were bad in it because it was fine like it was good so yeah. i like that where he was like <laughs> they don't like in the movie in spider-man when he was like oh yeah when he was kind of that or he's like don't 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 say that about my friend like that kind of cringy say you're amazing right now yeah exactly. like that that's funny um there were some fart some fun some (laughs) some parts parts. (laughs) some fun parts in cyrano um and i see why i got costume design because it's like you know period piece yeah but uh you have beautiful gowns but everything else is just eh i can't believe we've made this whole time talking about the oscar nominations and you haven't talked about your man hans well deserved. I mean, like everyone saw it coming. We knew it was happening. We knew it was gonna win. You can't even say anything. He knows. Yeah. My boy Hans. He knows. I mean, yeah, well I, deserved. I I would like to have. You know, what you should do a good TikTok idea. Is um, I don't know if it's a good idea, but you can judge that. <laughs> but basically, like a short where somebody made like you can play somebody else that is a composer that made like they were like this is the best work I've done in my life. And they're watching the Oscar nominations, and it says Hans Zimmer, and they're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> Damn it! When is he gonna die? They're like, he's like pissed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> fantastic. That like, is a take funny a year idea. off, dude. Take a year <laughs> off. Jesus. No surprise whatsoever. I mean, and it's it's gonna like. He's a shoe in for the second Dune. I feel like like it's gonna happen next mm. Oscars. It's like I feel like everything he works on is just gonna get nominated. Of course. Uh, right. Did you, have you watched a lot of? Because I was just gonna go through like the since we're talking about the Oscars. Have you watched mm-hmm. any of the the movies? Best Picture. Uh, just in general, any of the ones that were nominated. 
Because we could just talk um, about those now. Like, have I watched them since the nominations? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh. Because <laughs> um, I've been going, going through to, those. But no, I, I, I need to, but I haven't. Um, I know that the first one I'll probably watch, because I'm going to watch them from, like, the ones I want to to the ones you just kind of have to. I really want to watch Coda. Uh, yeah, because I, I knew too. I knew the best supporting actor. Let me say his name. Uh, Troy Kotzer. Kotzer. He was a. I think a lot of people wanted him to be nominated, but it was kind of like a, it'd be nice to have, but he's probably not going to be. So I, I mm-hmm. knew that was a big surprise for people, um, and they liked it. So I, I'm excited to see that one. And yeah, I don't. I don't think I've seen it. I've, I've mostly. I've seen all of almost all of them except for like, at least for Best Picture, except for like maybe three of them. And then, yeah, I, so I watched yeah. King Richard, which uh, nominated for Best Picture, and Will Smith was nominated, and I think Beyonce for her song, like Best Original Song. I thought what it was I thought it was pretty good. The song is very good. That that is a fantastic ending. Mm-hmm. It's such a like a feel good moment once you like see the actual like it's a pretty standard formula for like biopics Mm. but um i don't know the ending felt like so much better with that song and like the real footage and pictures and stuff about the song one i guess because um sorry to cut off your king is there anything else what what did you think i mean i after i watched it i was like i mean that was i mean it was fine and i knew that I, I didn't think it would get Best Picture, so that was surprising to me. Yeah, that's um, true. But I did know that Will Smith would get nominated, and I, I agree with that. I mean, yeah. I, I think they show, right, a clip of him, of the dad, uh-huh. and I was like, holy shit, that is him. He yeah. did a good job. Um, he's really good at playing other people. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, And, man, there's nobody I've I think I've seen more in Oscar bait movies than Will Smith respect like i'm not trying to call him out but like do you remember that one concussion movie i just remembered it like in a haze the other day yeah oh my gosh like that was he's just been in like so many of those or seven pounds or i feel like a lot of the movies he's been in have just been oscar bait gemini man yeah total oscar bait yeah exactly (laughs) and you know what they almost took it i i feel like it was it was all in that chatter that year (laughs) gemini man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> terrible yikes okay but what i was gonna say is that's a, a we that's a pretty strong category and i saw this one meme because i think lynn lynn manuel miranda he he's like i think he's just needs the oscar to have an egot i think yeah. and uh people are saying like i wonder how he feels that the final boss to his egot <laughs> is beyonce billy eilish and then somebody else <laughs> yeah i saw that it's funny but I don't know. I really like that Beyonce song. I don't know yeah. about the. I mean the the Bond one. Eh, it's fine. It's a Bond yeah, song. Yeah, I haven't. So I haven't. I, I don't even know it. I haven't watched it. Or I mean, just well, I don't want to say this because <laughs> I don't want Billie Eilish fans to come have, come for me. But like, just listen to any of her slow songs, and you've listened to the Bond song. Fair enough. It's good. I mean, it's it's a solid Bond song. And I mean, Mahon they have song. a, yeah, and it, it has a history of winning. I think, I mean, right. Sam Smith, Adele, I think they've all won, right? Oh, no. Wait. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure Adele has. I'm, I'm pretty sure that Smith I did, because that. that's, I remember Sam Smith winning 
and that there was controversy because I think I think it was Sam Smith that said um, when they went up and they, they said that they were the first like gay person to win an Oscar and people were like, no, <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. But then I don't know oh. if they were just like misunderstood, but that's um, kind of funny. But I def for that reason, I definitely know Sam Smith has won an Oscar. Um, yeah, but I just I, I would like the for all the memes and like jokes people make about Lynn, I do like him. I mean, he's a he's amazing at what he does. Truly, and I am su- I am very surprised of the song that got nominated because I truly yeah. thought how how much people love we don't talk about Bruno. I thought people would I thought that would get nominated, but it is kind of a weird song for people to really latch onto. Somebody else pointed this out. This isn't like an original thought, but it's not like the song that it was nominated for is like a standalone or like if you think about Coco, it's more, it doesn't really have anything to do with the plot. It's just like a standalone, like remember mm-hmm. me, like you can just listen to it whenever. But we don't talk about Bruno is like, it's ingrained into the plot. It's only about what's happening in the movie. <laughs> right. And so if you listen to it outside of that, you're like, what is, if you've never seen it, then you're like, what is happening? Um, so it's very interesting that people have latched on to that song. And I yeah. thought it'd be cool. It'd be a cool one to be nominated because then all the people that were in that song, which is like the entire cast, would be, I think they would also win one. I don't know how that works, but either way, <laughs> that'd be yeah. cool. That's how I feel about uh, like Hamilton because I, I just, oh. in high school, I remember like everyone listening to that and I'm like, like none of this makes sense out, outside of the context of this like play so like why everything i I know about hamilton is against my will (laughs) yeah it's just like i don't get it uh people love it though whatever yeah like cats any song there's not one well maybe memory but any song you're like what the fuck are you on (laughs) who's mr mistopheles yeah (laughs) why are you singing about him mysterious Mm -hmm. man Oh, one uh, last thing, and then I'm done with the Oscars. But uh, I know, so the animated category, I obviously only seen like one of the movies, but there was one that you liked a lot that was nominated. And I thought, I don't know how you feel about, it was like the, something in the machines or whatever. Yeah, their like online presence or their like campaign to do that was really weird because they did something with like Letterboxd. And, oh, uh, so you're not surprised then? No, not surprised at all. Oh, okay. Like I liked all of the animated movies that I saw. Like, I saw those all at the same time, like Mitchell's vs. the Machines, Ryan mm-hmm. the Last Dragon, and Luca. I saw those, like, pretty much back-to-back. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. these are fantastic. Well-deserved, for sure. I honestly don't know the... I don't even remember the other ones. But, yeah, I, I like those. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Which ones? Oh, and so Flea. Oh, okay, I've heard a lot about that one. Mm-hmm. Um, which ones are you, are you going to watch? Just so I know which ones I should be watching. Everything that's nominated in any category or just Best Picture? Um, well, Best Picture, I only have Drive My Car, Belfast, and Coda to watch. I think same. Um, not looking forward to Belfast. I think I'm going to get, like, my, the most annoying ones out of the way. And just, like... Do eh. that, too. Like, I'm probably going to watch Belfast later today. But uh, I think I'm gonna do honestly whichever ones I can. Ones too. I can actually see. Okay, I mean, I'll do. I'll try to do the same. Like I definitely want to try to do the documentaries just because I've been like mm. more into that, like watching yeah. documentaries. 
Um, definitely want to try to watch all the international features. Uh, oh, yeah. The only category I cannot commit to watching is animated features because <laughs> I just have no interest. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I, I've seen them, so I, I can briefly talk about them whenever we mm. do I, Oh, it'll just be the last category I touch. But okay. uh, maybe. We'll see. I do want to watch uh, Parallel Mothers a lot. Oh, I do too. Yes, I will watch that one. And I, w- I really weirdly want to watch Cyrano. <laughs> oh, I love like it. I mean, I love a good period piece. And I also like the guy. Oh, what's the guy that's because uh, I know it's a love triangle. I like the other guy, not Peter Dinklage. I've seen I, I went to a movie um, premiere called Loose. Like L-U-C-E. Right. This is a long time ago, like when I lived in Austin. Um and him and the director were there. And I remember we got me and my friends like got our tickets late. And so we were at the in the very first row. And obviously they set up the chairs like right in front of the first row. And so we were just staring at them the whole time. It was so awkward. Kelvin Harrison friend, Jr.? Yes. I like him. Okay. He's a good actor. Um and <laughs> and then when we left, my friend was like, his skin was so glowing. I said, yeah, well, I mean, we could b- practically touch him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Now, he was good in it. So. All right. That's excited. all I got for, for the Oscars. So, very excited. Yeah, should be cool. I'm excited to see who hosts it. Did you see that they, I don't know if this is just a concept floating around, but people said, they might do a. Th- it's it's probably gonna be a three hour show, which it always is, and then every hour is gonna have a different host. I saw that. Who do you think should host? Um, who do I think? Yeah. I I don't know. Honestly, I I don't even care because like. I I know I'm gonna watch it, but I'm not watching it like for that. So let's see. I don't. I mean, unless it's like. I really, unless it's people I really like, like if it's like Maya Rudolph or something, mm-hmm. that's all I want. Yeah, Maya Rudolph, uh, Amy Poehler, and Tina Fey. That would mm-hmm. be solid. But that would be. Once again, I I, I don't know. Or don't know. or care. Fair <laughs> what do you want? Um, there's a podcast I really like called Las Culturistas, and the two guys that host it are very funny and they're very quick and i feel like they would just be a really good duo um and they're called or their names are bowen yang who's on snl i don't know if mm-hmm. you and then uh matt rogers they're just very funny together they're very fast and the other one i would want is uh i really like when nick kroll and john mulaney hosted the it was the indie war awards indie spirit awards yeah, really funny. Like that. Okay. Oh, somebody that be... likes movies. I I don't want just like some uh, comedian, like somebody that actually cares about what's happening. Like Bill Hader, you know. Oh, Bill Hader would be cool. Yeah. Bill Hader or like Ethan Hawke. Yeah. That would yeah. be. Cool. Or the guy from Moonfall. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> but he's like in the same like as his character. Yeah, I'm not gonna clarify who. We all know who. <laughs> Halle Berry, um, what have you watched? Good question. Let's get to it. Okay, so, um, I from what I remember, 
leaving off of from I watched The House of Tomorrow. Did I talk about this last time with Alex Wolf? Uh, I don't think so. It's it's pretty good. I think it's on Peacock, which again, Peacock has like so many good indies. Um, but this one was good. I liked it. I think you would like it too. Just about this kid that lives in like a dome house that people go and visit because his, I guess he's like related to some guy that was some like futuristic scientist. I don't know, but it's, it's just him. Uh, he was raised there. So he's kind of like proper. He doesn't really know how to talk to people and kind of awkward. So it's kind of coming into his own. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. Um, a horror movie called mirrors with, uh, I was watching it and it has, what's his name? Uh, shit. I was I keep wanting I keep saying Kevin Spacey in my mind, but it is not him. Kiefer <laughs> Sutherland. <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland. And when I was wow. watching it, um, Sebastian walked in and he was like, Is this designated survivor? Oh my gosh. <laughs> said, no. That's so funny. <laughs> Eight. And I was like, he doesn't look like this now. <laughs> um and it's so it's it, it has some it has some good moments, but it's basically the mirrors are like trying to kill people. It's weird. Oh, that's kind of awesome. But I, I think you might like it. There's a scene in a bathtub that kind of shook me. Um, but yeah, that's the one. That, I don't know if Avita said this on um, the podcast or if I've just heard her say it before, like on her podcast. But she said, I think it was this movie where she saw a trailer to it and it said... The trailer said, this movie will do to mirrors what Psycho did for showers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she, I think it was this movie. And she said she was just, like, scared of mirrors for a little bit. <laughs> um, which, honestly, fair, because it is kind of creepy. Uh, then I watched another, actually, I would I would recommend this one over mirrors, but if you want to watch both, um, a movie called Splinter on HBO Max. It's, I don't know how to describe it. It's kind of like a creature horror um, it's really it's really well done. It's self-contained, so it's just like in one area the whole movie. Mm -hmm. um, I liked it a lot. I think you you probably would like it too. A couple more MFA, which is like I, I don't know what that stands for. Um, three stars. It's just this girl like revenge killing, uh, like rapists. So it was kind of kind of like a promising young woman like esque oh. vibe. But like a lower budget, but it was still pretty good. I I, I thought it was interesting. Um, a movie called Test Pattern that I've heard about before. I think I was supposed to see it at South by, but I can't remember. Uh, it's kind of a it deals with a woman like having to go through what happens after you're assaulted and how annoying it is. Like now, how annoying the healthcare system is in uh. like not really being helpful. Um, and it was set in I think in Austin, so I thought that was kind of. Wow. Yeah. A movie called Skin, which is I don't know, I still don't know how to feel about that one, but it's about this guy and I like this actor, what's his name? Jamie Bell, I think. I really like him, but he plays this um what are they called? Like a Nazi, but what are they called? They like shave their heads. They're just like a well, it's like a KKK member basically. Um and he I guess it's like a spoiler, but whatever. It's it's based on a true story where he's like a reformed, like he, it basically starts with him being in the KKK and then like wanting to get out of it because he falls in love with this girl and wants to like, you know, leave oh. that life behind. And uh, I don't know. Like it, 
because I feel like it's telling I don't want to tell the filmmaker what story they should be telling but I would rather like there's a guy um there's a black man that like he's an activist where he that's what he does is he like reforms former uh white supremacist and kkk members Mm -hmm. and i just thought that story of him doing that and like why he does that is very interesting and i kind of was like well i mean i kind of want to know about this guy you know rather than (laughs) right yeah yeah. you haven't been giving reviews is there a specific reason i'm just curious (laughs) um like on letterboxd just like time honestly i i kind of just want to if i were to like try to think about it too much then i would just like not put it um, and I don't know, just some of these movies, I'm just kind of like, I don't really know what to say. Just watch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, this, uh, this, the skin movie you're talking about, the poster mm-hmm. looks like a history channel, like yeah. documentary about tattoos. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, really bad. The one on where, whatever I watch is the one on Showtime is not this one. It's a little bit better. Oh, uh, okay. Um, cause I would not watch this. I, I that's what I would have thought it was a documentary or something. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, yeah, I don't know. I probably try to do more reviews, but uh, I don't I know mean, what it is. I do want to, own, but yeah. Um, then I went to the movies to watch Genius, a Kanye trilogy, but I've only seen I only watched the first part, um, because I I don't know when the next two. I, I don't know. It, it's a weird time to watch this Kanye doc because it's about oh. like his him like coming up in his career, but he's just I don't know. Not a huge fan of him right now, honestly. <laughs> Coming up to Kid Cudi for uh, seemingly very little reason. <laughs> no, yeah, l- very he's, little reason. He's being weird. There was this one tweet that I sent Sebastian where do you, there's like this one picture of Kanye, Pete Davidson. And did you see when he was like, it added Timothy Chalamet and said, catch your fucking days, Timothy. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, then Kimmy, Death on the Nile, but notably, I can't believe I didn't put um, a review for this one, but I saw Marry Me with Owen Wilson and Jennifer Lopez, and I thought it would be a like a half-star movie, it was a two-star movie. I liked it. I thought it was, it did what it had to do. Um, the song that, a couple songs that played in it are like stuck in my head, so I guess that mm. is a win for the movie. Uh yeah i don't know what else to say about that it's kind of it was fine it was a j-lo rom-com what i don't know what else to expect from it you know classic yeah i I was gonna go to the theater to watch that on friday um while kayla was in class but i was like on peacock eh. i don't i don't have peacock but oh. uh, not like the do, premium so. so i might have peacock hold on <laughs> <laughs> that's what i use for i use mom and dad's i think Oh, yeah. all right. It's on I Peacock. Might to, I might have to make a call after this. After it's some worth passwords. It. I think, yeah, I mean, it's fine. I They have like free shit. And I, I yep. added a bunch to my watch list because they have like a bunch of like Godzilla movies. Mm. Like mm-hmm. like this 1960s one. So I, I want to watch those, but yep. maybe I'll maybe I'll do that. I I've I kind of feel you on the like minimal reviews like i i i don't really give long reviews anymore like portrait of a lady on fire and interstellar were like the last long reviews i gave i feel Mm -hmm. like i just give like a couple sentences if if that but i just joke i don't know 
I want to huh? be more like I, I try to think of like a joke to give or something. But mm. and so I think honestly, the ones that don't have reviews, I'm like, I just watch them during work or something. And so I either don't really have anything to say and I'm just like, well, the stars kind of just say it for me. Or I like for Marry Me, I, I forgot. And it was like that morning the morning after or something. And I was like, oh, fuck, I watched. Marry uh. me. <laughs> so mostly it's that where I just forget. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna now t- it's just like, Sorry. oh, go for it. I would say now, like usually for the podcast, I try like the podcast movies. I try to always put a review, mm. um, but I'm trying to be less precious about what I say and just like, like, cause sometimes for some movies, I know people like them or like, I don't know what I like. I'm like, well, I kind of want to say that, but I don't want people to come for me or, but nobody cares. So like, whatever. Yeah. I just, I, I just started like making like one sentence jokes and just like throwing it at the wall. Like Cyrano, I was like, I don't even know if I, I want to put this. But then I just, I just did it. It's whatever. Um, Do you want to say it? Are you going to say it? Yeah, sure. Because it felt so weird that I said I didn't know anyone could be that horny for poetry. Because it was like really weird. Where she was just like, I need more. I need more. Yeah, it was like. Trailer, you're like, bitch, get (laughs) get a fucking, like, read a book. Jesus. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, I feel like Fifty Shades of Grey would have, like, blown her mind. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I finished Snatch, which we talked about last okay. episode. Mm-hmm. Um, same feelings. Like, it was it was pretty good. Um, okay. I just feel like uh, we already talked about it. Then I watched Ready Player One. I liked it a lot less than I remember. I think I had just yeah. uh, younger younger me were, was more forgiving of, like, how far this strays away from the book. Mm. It just... Uh, Stick to the source material, bro. Uh, Scooby Doo. That's like a. So I got a sound bar. So uh, and it it's changed things, honestly. I love how you watched you like this is the movie that you want to bring up the sound bar, not like a a musical, not something where the sound counts. Scooby Doo is where you're like the sound bar changed everything. Honestly. It felt like, it, okay, this one and the next one, it, like, brought me back to that, like, early 2000s. Well, the next one's, like, 2009, but mm-hmm. it's just, like, it brings you back. Like, hearing that uh, Sugar Ray song was, like, completely different, you know? Yeah, hit different. Mark McGrath, it felt like he was in my in my living room. It was life-changing. Terrifying, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next one... The soundbar like completely changed everything because like using the the TV speakers for for this movie for Transformers: Revenge of the Fallen. Which was that one? That's the second one. Okay. Um, I forgot how big these movies were. Yeah, I don't remember anything that happened in those movies. I know, and I felt the same way. But then we watched it, uh, and I, I was just like transported back to like, the Mayan theater in san antonio and i was like yeah like i just remember going and like doing the crane games with grandpa and all that and like i was just thrown back honestly and i loved it uh then i watched the watermelon woman which is on canopy um it's really good because it's like a 
a movie about someone who's like making a documentary about mm-hmm. the watermelon woman. I don't know. Just check it out. I, I don't know how else to talk about it. I thought it was like a a cool way to see to t- or to talk about like that creative process of like uh, stories that have been silenced like historically. Mm. So then I watched. We need to talk about Kevin. Mm. Which you never seen a this lot- one? I've never seen it before. Okay. There's a line uh, in that movie uh, <laughs> where uh, John C. Riley. Have you seen it? John C. Riley uh, tells Ezra Miller, um, you're going to be the next Donald Trump. Or like, I'm talking to the next Donald Trump. Because he's like, he bought all those like bike locks. Mm. And he says that he's going to like sell them for like more. Mm-hmm. Um. One of the funniest, like, funniest aged lines of all time. But it's a pretty mm. good movie. Uh, I think it's, uh, it's like, based on a book, right? Or something? Mm. The book is, like, uh, I didn't like it. I couldn't get through it. I got, like, maybe one chapter in, and I was like, what the fuck is happening? Just the the words that they used. I mean, maybe because I was, I was young when I tried to read it. So I was like i feel stupid like i didn't understand <laughs> anything that she was fucking saying because it's i think it's from the point of view of the mom right um yeah yeah i mean the the movie's good so just watch the movie yeah the movie's the movie's very good i like the way uh like i felt like i could have written a larger review about this movie mm-hmm. but ultimately like it was just you know had a, a good soundtrack and i like the way the story was like broken up it's mm-hmm. not like totally unique but it felt it fit very well with the story because you don't know what's what you know that a bad thing happened you don't know what it is until the very end and you get like clues and thought it was great every time then, i go to the grocery store and i get eggs i think about that scene <laughs> what scene the I, I think it's this movie where the where she goes to the store and when oh. she's like grocery shopping people are looking at her and then when she's she gets eggs and this mom like looks at her and she like looks away or goes to get something and she comes back and all the eggs in her garden are broken. <laughs> yeah, and she buys them anyways. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Um then I watched Kung Fu Panda. That's uh And that sound bar. <laughs> that's no, I watched it uh on my phone. Yeah. In between classes. I should have watched it, but uh I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Like it's a fantastic movie. Saw this one TikTok about it where there's like, I was wondering if you watched it because of this TikTok, but maybe not. Um, where it's like a scene of that bird like feeding him when he was a baby or something, mm-hmm. and people were like, "Man, this made me emotional." <laughs> <laughs> like the the Kung Fu Panda movies hit different or something like that. No, no, that's not why I watched this movie, but I I do hit different. Made me want to watch different. it because I don't know if I've ever fully seen it. You definitely should. Uh, I think I watched it on Netflix. Yeah. Not much else to say. Uh, King Richard, Cyrano, being in the Ricardos, we already talked about. Um, it's, I'm excited for you to see being the Ricardos because I don't know if it was just me, but like the timeline felt really weird. Like it's taken, mm. like the events of the movie take place over a week, but it's like intercut with like 
the history, like some historical mm-hmm. events. Not historical events, but like events in their life. I don't know. So I didn't care I'm for it. Not looking forward to it. There, I mean, there's nobody I'm least interested in than Lucille Ball. I'm sorry. That is, I, I guess that's controversial, but a lot because a lot of people love her. But like, I, I just don't care. Yeah, I just I've never felt yeah, well, more of a or less of like a target audience. Oh yeah. Maybe I'll like it. Who knows? Maybe what if it's like I'm like this is my favorite movie I've seen in the last five years. That would blow my mind. I think that would reconstruct this podcast. Like I don't know if I could do it anymore. <laughs> Well, count your fucking days, Timothy Chalamet. That's all I have to say. Uh, then I watched uh, Denis Villeneuve's Enemy, which have you seen? Still before? need to watch it. No, but but because I've somebody like a a, a thing or, or like a video I watched ruined the ending, and so I just don't uh, really watch it because I'm like, well, that sucks. Yeah, because this movie, I feel like. It it definitely like helps you not knowing that, especially. I mean, for a I lot mean, of movies, but yeah. But this one, like, it's just so like the ending is so deserved, and it just felt so perfect. Like he does not waste any time. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I still want to watch it, but it just makes me not want to anymore because I'm like, what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I still recommend it, honestly. Like, there's so yeah. much to think about. Like, it's definitely one that. I still need to like reflect on because like mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't even know what happened. Like I know what happened, but I I feel like I don't know. Like I'm mm-hmm. too dumb to understand. Um, <laughs> uh, then another classic, uh, Transformers: Dark Side or Dark of the Moon. Thought it was Dark Side. Probably yeah, which one's that one? Stuff. That one's the third one. Okay, Shia LaBeouf and, in that one or no? Yeah, he's in it. And uh, another one that just like brought back all these memories that I just didn't know I had. Like I just I didn't know that I remembered like everything that happened in this movie. But there's one part where uh, they resurrect like one of the primes, Sentinel Prime, and they're like he's he's the Einstein of us all of the Autobots, and he made this like teleportation device, and he turns out to be a bad guy. Like he made mm-hmm. a deal with Megatron, and I remember, I remember vividly as a kid being like, "No!" Like, like being heartbroken. That's so funny that he was a bad guy. You could be making all that up, and I wouldn't know. <laughs> I, have I, I don't even know if I've ever seen that. Maybe I don't know. Is he in college in that one? No, he he graduated. I think he's just like in the in the world. Yeah, but it is it is really long. I think it's like. I, I want to say like two and a half hours, 154 minutes, whatever that is. I think that's like two and a half. It is oh, really no. long. <laughs> uh, then last one before the before Kimmy and Death of the Nile, I saw 13 going on 30, which solid movie. Have you never seen it? I've seen it before. Oh. I, I, I've just been revisiting a lot of movies because I feel like I've seen that one uh a lot like when I was in middle school, high school. Like all mm. of these movies. Solid. That's all I have. I'm all right. still rocking a 20 movie lead. 
Um, yeah. Kimmy, Kimmy was my 100th movie. So that's cool. Of the year. Go me. Triple digits. You haven't watched Humans, have you? Oh, oh okay. That's a good transition. Because um, it's what we normally do. But yeah. I am like... How many minutes do I have left? I have 38 minutes left. I like it so far. Mm. Uh, I really like the way it's shot. It's it's like it's like playing like a horror movie, but it's just a Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. I like it so far. I feel like it's like it's uh similar to Enemy, where I'm gonna it's gonna end. And I'm just gonna be like, what happened? I need to think about this more. So that's cool. Okay. Uh, last thing before the game. Did you see the trailer to Nope? I haven't seen it yet. Have you seen it? A couple times. I don't understand what's happening, but I'm very excited. <laughs> That's and good I hope to, know. to God it. I don't know if it'll be one of the screenings at South by, but that would be very cool. That would be legendary. Okay. Um, Seth Rogen. Oh, Jonah Hill. <laughs> Should we? No. Let's oh, no. What? I wonder what they've been in. What did you pick? I picked super bad. Oh, this is the end. Okay. All right. Uh, We need a tiebreaker. An actor or actress? Let's go to Discord. Okay. okay. Mad oh, shit. Nicholson. He could be 20 or 50. <laughs> uh, the real question is, would he enjoy being the Ricardos? Oh, that is a good <laughs> question. That's oh, my gauge man. now. <laughs> is would they enjoy being the Ricardos? <laughs> oh. Would they enjoy being the Ricardos or do they watch Euphoria? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, oh, I'm not confident, <laughs> but I'm gonna go with it. I said 55. Damn, bro! I put I put 47. I, I mean, I feel like he's one of those people that like is looks really good for his age, you know? Probably. We'll see. <sighs> I think I'm over though. Oh wow, he's 56. Damn, bro! A year off? <laughs> I was way off. Nine um, years. Ooh, what should you watch? Saw him in a trailer for uh, the Dumbledore movie. While the we trailer? Went to go watch. Yeah. Uh, get the stuff for Peacock and then watch Marry Me. Okay, that's fair enough. Um, All right, I'll watch Marry Me. That's a, that's a. You blessed me. Why? Because I feel like I was gonna watch it anyways, but. Yeah. Be I'll be easy on you. Cool. Well, I'll watch that and um, yeah. When we get back, let's t- uh, let's let's go to the break. When Jesus. we get back, let's talk about Kimmy and Death on the Nile. You're just so excited to talk about Death on the Nile. You're like tripping over your words. <laughs> yeah. An agoraphobic Seattle tech worker uncovers evidence of a crime in Kimmy. Directed by Steven Soderbergh, written by David Cope, starting 
starting starring Zoe Kravitz, Rita Wilson, and Erica Christensen. Critics gave it a 88% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 77% on Metacritic. Oh, I didn't go with IMDb. I don't know why I didn't do that. A 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. And then a, on Letterboxd, it has an average of a 3.3 stars. Um, that's pretty pretty accurate, I think. I mean, it wasn't like spectacular. Fantastic direction, I got to say. The, like mm-hmm. camera work was really interesting, especially, mm-hmm. you know, once, we sh- once she leaves her apartment. Um, yeah. it's like all just like canted angle, just like, uh, camera, the like handheld camera look and feel, um, I will say my biggest complaint with this movie, with this movie is that it ended on a, on a freeze frame. What was that? Catch that. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? That was a good thing to put in the review because I also hate when movies do that. There's a movie I, I'm thinking of, but I can't put my finger on it where it's a good movie but it ends on a freeze frame and i'm like what the fuck are you doing like how do you i i I genuinely confused that is something that being in the cardos would do like that's an old thing to do yeah so i i don't get like everything else felt you like extremely unique like when she first tries to leave the apartment we have those like really interesting shots where it's like you know, directly above her and then like directly below her. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, like I said, like that handheld movement that follows her, it's like kind of, you know, it's, it's handheld. So it's, you know, a little bit shaky. shaky. Or when she's um, like trying to rent up to her apartment. I liked, yeah. I don't like shaky stuff like that. Like remember in the three, five, five where it was like so <laughs> shaky that I'm like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but this one, it felt, I liked it. Like it felt very disorienting the way that we wanted it to be. Mm-hmm. I, and then the it made her frame. look uh <laughs> very small yeah and i like the way she was like walking like it just i don't know told you a lot about the character mm-hmm. and then the freeze frame it just it just felt so out of character for this movie it's like what, what are you doing what's happening i would have probably moved it up a half star if there was no freeze frame <laughs> Maybe. um yeah i overall well i don't know if this felt too like if this was like is this what Seattle's like? Is that you just like turn into an agoraphobic? <laughs> also, that apartment was really nice. I hope you yeah, find a place e- like that. <laughs> extremely nice. I was like, hey, we could we could live like this. Hopefully. Like, can That'd be somebody cool. send me the listing? Yeah. That'd be great. Um, but I like the concept overall of the movie. And mm-hmm. I was kind of too, I was trying to, I was explaining the, Sebastian kind of watched it with me, but I was explaining to him like what her job was. And I said, I, I mean, I kind of would like that job, I think. I, I, I like the whole like coding monotonous. aspect of it, too. Yeah, I thought it felt like... Sometimes my job can be like that, and I like those days when I'm like, I just don't want to think about a thing. I just want something easy to do. And it just felt really cool, too, to like... um, Just the coding aspect of it. I, sometimes I was like, okay, do we have to see exactly what she's typing? But I understood... Um, I, I do like how the, it seemed like they did that instead of like the whole showing not telling thing. Like they didn't want to be like so have a really annoying way to explain what she does. They just wanted to show us what she does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that. How much do they pay her for that apartment? I know. But I loved everything. Like all of her technology it was mm-hmm. so fantastic. One of her like coworkers, I think, I think it was one of her coworkers. Um, We've actually seen him in another movie. Uh, his name is... 
because I, I want to get it right. Because he's not in a whole lot. I know what you're... Is that why you asked me what movie that was? Or no? What movie? You asked me like a while ago what movie we saw at the San Antonio Film Festival. Oh, okay. I was just going through, I think, Letterboxd. And I was just mm-hmm. trying to see like... I was just trying to find that movie because I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a good movie. That's what you're talking just, about, right? Yeah. He's uh-huh. in that. Oh, he did look so familiar. Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. I I do like too the way they showed her, her like compulsions and like what she's dealing with. Yeah. You know, yeah. It felt very real because sometimes when I see agoraphobia in a movie, I'm like, girl, go outside. But this one, I like how they were like, they how they showed her trying, you know, trying to, like telling him that she was gonna be outside just so she can have have something to like hold herself to because i do that sometimes with my like when i'm like nervous to drive or something i'll be like mm-hmm. let's go here and i'll drive and I, even though i'm like really nervous too i'm like i i have to because i said that or i'll say yes to shit and i'm like i don't know if i could do it but i'll figure it out um and it it, sh- it did feel really like when they showed us how hard it is for her to leave the apartment i was like oh okay and it did like i understood it and it did make it a little bit more like it brought more levity to when she actually did make it out of the apartment mm-hmm. and how hard it was for her to do that. But did you find um, what he is in? Yeah, yeah. So his name is Alex Dobranco. Dobranco. Um, he's in a movie, like like you said, that we saw at the San Antonio Film Festival called Here We Are. And I can't find it anywhere. Like I really want to... I think I'm going to email the director because i want to watch it i'll say i'll pay whatever you want man because i really like that movie yeah i remember that but he's like the lead in it um but he's just good but he there when we at the he wasn't there at the festival right just the no just just the director yeah he's very good yeah for him Um, moving up yeah yeah i agree like when he was looking or when she was looking at the keys just like when she mm. first tries to leave, like with that intensity, she's just like, you could just tell. And when yeah. she, when she does call, uh, I don't remember her name, but the lady that she, that's like, oh, we'll call the FBI together, mm. um, like from corporate or whatever. Rita Wilson. Yeah, she's like, she asks her, "Are you gonna come?" And she's like, "I'm on my way." Or she like just hangs up and just like, kind of has yeah. to force herself to. And it felt like too. Um, I I did write a note about whenever, whenever that she finally got in contact with that lady, and they're obviously trying to hide shit. So they, even though she seems like she wants to help her, I think she just wants to like keep her quiet. The way she told her, like, "We need you to come in," like she just kept saying, "You know, I I need you to sit here so we can let's do it together." Blah blah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" They're I think they're using. They know everything about her, and they're using it against her. Like they know that she can't leave. And so mm-hmm. they're just using that. I thought that was kind of cool. I'm surprised too they didn't go the route of I thought they were gonna try to make us feel like like question if she is making shit up or not, or you know, like mm. question her mental stability. But I feel like they didn't do that. Like I it felt it was kind of strange. Like weirdly like I liked it, but it was it was strange that they didn't um that the whole time they were like, No, she's right and like her mission is like valid or you know like it's not that she's like making it up or she's 
paranoid. Like she actually did. He, she knows what she heard, and it's it was true. After she got into the phone or into the records of like the all the audio, she was like, "Yeah, they, they <laughs> fucking killed her." Yeah, I really like the sound design too. Mm-hmm. When she's, uh, you know, putting on the headphones, taking them off. Um, she had this. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know if it was the same one, but she had a like audio interface like the one that we have. So I was like, hey, that's cool. I also liked um, the whenever she was listening to the audio, the way that they the way they edited. I guess it was showing us like what she was imagining happening. And mm-hmm. I like the way they portrayed that because they didn't really fully like it always felt like she was in the background of the, the scene. Like they didn't fully switch over to what was happening with the lady on the phone or on the Kimmy. Yeah, like a dream state. Like, that's yeah. what it felt like. Yeah, exactly. Also, that guy, the guy that, you know, they're trying to, like, that was hiding all the shit. I guess the CEO, like you said, I, I, the only thing that kind of annoyed me, I was like, how did he not know that it was caught on a Kimmy device when he gave it to her? And it's his device. What a fucking, I mean, I don't know. Maybe he's just an idiot, which is kind of believable. He looked like an idiot. <laughs> oh, also, do you recognize that guy? Yeah, yeah. He's uh, from. The Rulatista. <laughs> yeah. He was good. I was I, I was very surprised to see him. The Rulatista. Yeah, I was like, oh god, is he? Am I gonna cry? Like when I first saw him. <laughs> um, That's but so I funny. You should have. You should have like added that to the script. He's like, you know what, Somehow. Steven? I need. I need to call me the Rulatista. He's like, have you heard the story of the Rulatista? <laughs> well, strap my, in. I got a story to tell. That's one funny. of my favorite words of all time is Rulatista. Oh. Yeah, I did recognize him. So, yeah, but so fucking stupid of that guy to do that. Like, just I, yeah. I think for me, I was like, that doesn't seem likely, but but maybe it is. People can be stupid. Um, and okay, another thing that I I feel bad for laughing at when well, she finally leaves her apartment, she's like, the way she's walking is kind of is very funny. She's just not moving her arms. Yeah. What was the point of that? <laughs> I guess the show she's on edge, but it, it did look very funny, especially because she was, was like, like wearing a big coat, so it didn't yeah. look like a human was walking, just like a <laughs> just a figure, just with blue hair too. Yeah, I did like yeah, that jacket. That was very strange. Oh, I liked yeah, I liked her outfits and her. I liked her hair a lot. Oh, another thing, I <laughs> another note I have is they got Helio Re- De La Vega in this bitch. I haven't seen him in so long. I was very I surprised and excited. Yeah, he played a pretty good bad guy. Like I wasn't like it's hard to get him out of that that other yeah. characters. Um, but I feel like if I hadn't seen him in in Jane the Virgin, I would have been like, yeah. yeah. He's he's a bad guy. He, like I feel like for some villains it's it's good to have a funny quality to you. And I mean, he wasn't making jokes the whole time, but I feel like just the way he delivers lines is very funny. But again, maybe I just keep thinking about his character in yeah. Jane the Virgin. But I was very excited to see him because, like I said, I haven't seen him in a lot of things. Um, yeah. I was also sur- I was kind of confused. So she goes to the office, right? And I I was kind of confused about um, after she meets Rita Wilson and she's like, "Well, you're not gonna fucking help me." And so she goes to the she tries to go to the FBI. That whole kidnapping sequence. I mean, I don't know. I, it felt like a commentary on how people do kidnap sequences in movies because the way that that they just like did it in broad daylight and then people pulled her out of the van i was like i liked it because that seemed very realistic where people 
Like, I've seen movies before where shit like that happens, and I'm like, how does nobody see what's happening right now? Right. <laughs> so I wonder if it's, like, if it's, like I said, a commentary on that. Maybe not. Maybe we're just putting too much on it. Um, but I liked Maybe. that. And then I like how they and en- eventually ended up kidnapping her. And that yeah. felt very smooth. Mm-hmm. And it made me very annoyed that she would just stop after somebody was like, oh, hey, I'd be like, fuck off. Or, or I'd just start yelling. Or I don't, I'd be, I don't know how, how I would. Yeah. Also, like, why that. was that not the kidnappers, like, plan A? Like, why was that exactly. not the, Like, that was so smooth. Like, what? Maybe they wanted to create a diversion. But why? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, it goes to my next note, which is, like, I think these are the worst thugs I've ever seen. Because when they finally mm-hmm. get her to the apartment, I also like how they brought in that guy that seemed creepy. <laughs> that was just watching her all the time, but he was the one that helped save her. And I like the line that he said too, where she was like, "How did you know that I was that something was happening?" And he said, "Because you never leave." And so I figured something was wrong. I liked that, even though it was kind of creepy. Yeah, it's still creepy because like he like knew her first name because he like searched it up. He was like, "It's not hard." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I, it's probably like a commentary. Like I feel like, and something I think about a lot is. You could find a lot of information about myself online, and you can. And do honestly, I invite you to try. <laughs> I'm just kidding, um, <laughs> but truly the worst. I mean, the fact that they like just automatically stabbed him, and then uh, she got away so easily, and then the way she killed them. <laughs> I oh. like how I like how that happened because I feel like sometimes in movies, I, I've. I think the reason I like this movie so much is because every time they would present them something to me, I'm like, oh, it's going to go like this. But then it didn't, you know, Mm -hmm. like I thought when she got the nail gun, she was just going to maim them. But the fact that she killed all of them with it, I liked. And she made sure that they were dead. I fucking hate in movies when they don't do that. I thought it was fantastic. Like, and she's she's so smart in the way that she escaped Mm because she like used Kimmy to like start recording so they couldn't like say anything or make mm-hmm. any noise because then there'd be a recording saying that she that they were there mm-hmm. turned off all the lights and I, I just really like that but yeah she killed them all and she was like <laughs> so nonchalant about it like when that yeah. other guy came to the door and she was call 911 call 911 there's three dead bodies i think that probably i wonder if it has anything to do with um well, it obviously has something to do with what happened to her in her past. Because all, all we know is that she was assaulted, right? They never really say right. what happened. But it kind of reminds me of that whole discourse about... Or I don't know if it's a discourse, but like why women like to listen to true crime stories. And it's not really for enjoyment. Like I don't know if any of us ever really enjoy hearing the terrible shit that happens to people. Some right. of it feels like preparation. <laughs> Like that's why I think that's why I like a lot of horror films or they sometimes they comfort me because it it's it does feel like I'm kind of studying. And I I've never had obviously I've never had a trauma that resulted in agoraphobia, but I can imagine that when something like that happens to you, all you can do is think about what happened and what you would do differently next time. Oh, you know? 100%. And so yeah, I, I do like, or that whole thing too, or I guess the thing that I can um, relate to is when people, like I'm a very anxious person 
And I don't like when, like, if stuff changes on me last minute, I kind of freak out or I get really frustrated. Mm-hmm. But I am really good when I'm in a high stress situation, <laughs> which seems so weirdly, uh, what's the word? Like, it's, it seems so weirdly opposed like, to each other. Like, those two things. Counterintuitive. Exactly. But I do think that is so, that's why it's so realistic to me that somebody that is is experiencing something as as severe as agoraphobia where you can't leave your house but then when something like this happens you're as calm as ready to go anybody yeah like you know exactly what to do um that's kind of how it feels you know like with the freeze i kind of i had a moment where i was freaking out but the whole time i was on it like i had i had a stockpiled with water from like the first day and i was like (laughs) i think I was talking to some, I was talking to my therapist about that. And I was like, and I wouldn't have known how to do that. Or I wouldn't have known to do that if I wasn't anxious all the fucking time and prepared for every single scenario that happens. Every time I enter a room, I know exactly how I would leave if a murderer ran in there. <laughs> and that's on anxiety. That's, that's an interesting thing that I honestly didn't think about. And this movie like shows fantastic solid movie um i have one fun fact unless you have something else to say about it no i pretty much said everything i needed to say okay um the fun fact is kimmy is voiced by betsy brantley steven soderbergh's ex-wife fun fact wow fun indeed while on vacation on the nile hercule perot must investigate the murder of a young heiress in Death on the Nile. Directed by Kenneth Branagh, written by Michael Green, based on the novel by Agatha Christie, starring Tom Bateman, Annette Bening, and Kenneth Branagh. Critics gave it a 6.7 out of 10 on IMDb, a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes, and on Letterboxd, it has an average of a 3 stars. I give it a little bit under that, two and a half, I think. But I had a fun time. I, I went to a Star Cinema Grill, and I got a, one of their El Mariachi, which is a margarita that was very big. It was like... Oh, I think I've had that at that theater. Yeah, so I was, uh, I was a little tipsy watching this, and uh, I had fun. But I think that was an important factor. That drink allowed me to enjoy this a little bit more. How many margaritas did you have? Just one? Yeah, I had just one. It was enough. Oh. Where I went, I had two. So I gave it one and a half stars. Um, Okay. And then my review was, would have been three stars if my theater served champagne. Um, (laughs) So I want to talk about my theater experience a little bit. Because the movie, I don't really have much to say about it, honestly. But... I went to a movie theater in San Antonio called the Palladium, which I think you've been to as well, Anthony, right? Yeah. Apparently they've renovated it, or at least they've redone some of the theaters because there's a VIP experience called VIP at the Mez. I, this is not sponsored, but we went, or we, we, cause I was like, oh, like we have, wanted to have like a date night thing because we don't want to go out tomorrow for Valentine's cause it'll be a shit show. Um, so we did it this weekend. And so we went, or when we were looking up 
uh, the like show times, Sebastian was like, what does VIP mean? <laughs> and they had these loungers. They had two, they had like two options. One where it's just like the reclining seats and one where it looks like a, like a sofa. You, you need to look it up or maybe I'm, I'll lo- I'm looking send- at pictures and I'll add it. It, it, I don't I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like, how do you it, get out of that comfortably? I, I don't know. We didn't get... I was like, I cannot sit on those in the first... And it's a, only on the first row. So I think it'd be fine if you're laying down because you're, like, right there. Right. Um, But I was like, this... No, we need to have just, like, a, the recliner seats. But the reclining seats... I should have taken a picture, but I think you could probably find some online. Um, The reclining seats that we had, they had two it's only for 18 and up that's the first thing 18 and up and you have to i guess it's only for like two people i mean i think you can buy one or you have to buy two seats but you can like i guess go by yourself but the two seats have dividers like it's just the two and then it has dividers between every every couple seats Mm -hmm. so i couldn't see anybody that was next to me like on either side of us which was really cool um we got to order like the you obviously order food and you uh, press a button like every time you need them to come and like refill stuff or get something else. The food itself, pretty. What do people say now? I was gonna say mediocre, but people say mid, right? Um, mid. Pretty mid was like the food was not great. Um, margaritas, amazing. But Santicos has the best margaritas, and. What else? Oh, and then they even had these like little lights that had light switches. So if you wanted to turn a light, like if you needed to see something like that was kind of cool. Like and the light was actually helpful because sometimes at the draft house or at certain places they have a light, but it's it doesn't do anything. Like it's so dim that it's just there's no point. <laughs> um, yeah. Another thing, though, is that the reclining seats were, I think, some of the best reclining seats I've sat in because I don't usually the reclining seats that you like sit in in a regular theater, they only move your legs up and they don't really do anything for, and it's, that's not comfortable to me. And this one, when we sat down, I was like, Oh, we're going to have to be looking up the whole time. Cause even though we're in the third row, it was still kind of like pretty close to the screen. But when I reclined, it like reclined everything back. So I was basically laying down the whole time, Nice, but it felt so comfortable. Wow. Like I usually even in reclining seats I'll move around a lot, but in this one didn't move at all. I was I'm glad you had a good me. experience. Mine was like yeah. the seat was like kind of detached from like the back part <laughs> and uh it was like like one of those tables that are uneven, so if you like yeah. shift a little bit of weight, it'll just like Yep. So I was like fighting that the entire <laughs> night. <laughs> fighting that battle. So I'm glad you had fun. It was great. And that's why I was like so so the loungers that you're looking at and i like you said you'll put a picture those i told sebastian i can't imagine we'd ever like sitting in those but i do kind of want to try them one time and i said the only time though because they don't have divide they have dividers between them but not really so you would just be laying next to just random couples yeah plus there's like a weird like table table in the middle that looks like like if you just bought it for yourself like you just straddle that table exactly it's just so weird also imagine a waiter coming up to you and like ordering that's humiliating it feels so embarrassing to order then it's like you're just laying down yeah (laughs) that i i don't i don't know i told sebastian the only way i would ever 
order the like sit in those seats as if like you and Kayla, if you came into town and if you also got those seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I want you guys to experience it because I think it's very it's very interesting. I think you'd like it, but I don't know if I'd ever sit in those. I'd maybe just the reclining ones. So that was my experience seeing the movie. Uh, the movie itself, again, mid. <laughs> yeah. I kind of under I kind of guessed what was like Sebastian, I kind of guessed what was gonna happen. It was not as surprising as like the first one was. Yeah, I was uh I was bored so I looked it up while I was watching it. I was like I couldn't I don't know. It's like After I the used to do that a part, lot. What? Or I just like look up what would happen in the movies. But watching it? No, not like in the movies, but like before. Just just so I know. I don't know. It's that's, weird. That's crazy. I don't do it anymore. Well, I did it for this movie cuz I like Russell Brand was like not there. <laughs> like <laughs> he was there for like 5 minutes. It felt like like he had like two lines. I liked him. It was pretty good. I just don't like is is that just there. me? It's like he, he just wasn't there. I felt I mean like, I thought know. he was gonna have like more of a I thought a lot of them were gonna have like more of a presence. And I think I have a fun fact that will explain that a little bit. Maybe not. But yeah, I I didn't really care about any of them. Not the least of which, or the least of all, Gal Gadot's character. I didn't give a shit about what happened to her. I, I thought she was, like, faking it. I thought she wasn't. <laughs> I thought she wasn't dead. It's a psych right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I don't remember beginning when, part, but I was like, oh, she's, yeah, she's dead. Beginning part, where they're, when they're dancing, went on way too long. Where they're basically oh. just, like, having sex on the dance floor. Like, who dances like that? Yeah, I was like, do they know that they're in public? Like, is that? Yeah. And then she's know. like, yeah, dance with my fiance. And then he like picks her up and puts, like his, his like nose is like in her belly button. It's like, bro, you just like you just met her. It's so weird. <laughs> Love at first sight. Yeah. I, well, I Army just... Hammer is a weird man, so maybe they were like, we didn't even have to tell him what to do. He just did that. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny the, the, I okay so that was kind of interesting that whole like you know f- fighting over him aspect or just them being together because in the trailers you can under, you kind of know that's going to happen um, but when you first start out I didn't realize obviously that he was supposed to be with that other girl first and that mm-hmm. they were engaged I was like oh this is a twist and I love that Perot was kind of like living for the drama yeah, he's, he's like, just uh, <laughs> he's he just gossip. goes from drama to drama. Truly, he was he's just starting shit too. Yeah, but I like yeah I like the beginning part because I thought that was funny that to like to see two women fight over Army Hammer mm. <laughs> couldn't be I, me. Okay, let's get straight to the champagne part because I don't really okay. know what else to talk about because I saw this oh, wait. tweet. We can't get to the champagne part because okay, sorry. I, the, sorry, the one thing, I don't remember laughing hard harder than when they told them they were going on a boat and she was just randomly standing <laughs> in that like structure with the Egyptian headdress. I was like, is this, is this a real movie? What is <laughs> happening? It feels so weird. 
And I was I, like, is, is something going to happen with that? Is she going to fall? Like, is that going to be the first murder attempt? No, she just wanted to step in there. And, he, <laughs> and Army Hammer was just like, yeah, look. Look at her. <laughs> you know, look at her. Look at her doing this shit. Look. <laughs> Get a load of this, guys. <laughs> Everybody's like, what do we do? What You'll never mean? believe it. They're like, guess what we're doing on our honeymoon now? And they're like, well, this shit. This gives us no clues. What are you? What the fuck are you talking about? That's so funny. Oh shit. Um, Sorry, but yes, champagne. No, I saw this tweet. I gotta find it. But they were basically defending the enough champagne line, saying like, oh, it I shows that, that the character is going through so much. She's just like trying to make the best for her guests. It's like, yeah. nah, bro. It's just Gal Gadot, just a really line. bad actress. <laughs> Um, the entire thing. Have you seen that video of like where yeah. they put, you know, that and everyone's clapping? Yep. And I, I thought it was fake, but was it's cool. real. Is it really? I think so. I think. I mean, maybe it isn't. But either way, I I could believe that would happen though. Sebastian, and I did clap. I was drunk enough that I was like very excited. So I, we clapped and cheered for yeah. ourselves. And then and then I looked at we looked at each other. We're like, all right, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, You're sad. That, that was the climax. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. All right. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. See you guys next week. Now the only the only thing that like truly shocked me, uh-huh. um, and Kayla was that his friend died. I gasped. Kayla gasped, like, like, like was the only one in the theater. And she was like, she looked at me and was like, I was just like laughing because like no one else did anything. And she was just. (gasps) Wait, say it again. I can't. Sorry. I think that was the same for us, too, because nobody had a reaction. And I was it was earth shattering to me. (laughs) I was like, are y'all seeing this shit? She got on the Cleopatra. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was uh, that truly shocked me. Yeah. That was the only moment that I was like maybe this movie's good and then it just went away so fast. Yeah. Just just not good. Uh, I mean the twist no. Army Hammer wasn't actually with Gal Gadot. Or he was, but just in it for the money. Yeah. Um he was with his old lady. I I don't know. Uh, were you surprised that it was like they they killed or they ended up dying um uh i i wasn't surprised that they did that i was surprised of how truly stupid it looked no <laughs> oh, yeah and she just like <laughs> slumped over I, I thought she just killed him yeah i didn't get the whole like they killed each other and it's very funny to me to like imagine just everybody just sitting like not even getting up not even trying to be like <laughs> you killed my son just sitting down just like watching. they're eating dinner and just watching these two people kill themselves and they're just Look like, at his shit. All right, can I go home now? <laughs> that was weird. Yeah. I didn't care for uh like the love story between um like the main dude and the singer. Oh. Uh, I kinda liked it. Did they explain yeah. what happened to his like first wife? Um I think he said it, but his accent was so thick that I was like, what? Because uh, <laughs> I, 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 I went to the restroom during that part. Oh, I went to the restroom during 
This was definitely like you can go to the restroom and it doesn't matter. I went yeah. to I went to, I did go to the restroom during a reveal though. I went during when uh I guess they revealed that Perot he didn't he wasn't there on vacation that Annette Benning like hired him. I went during oh, yeah. that time and I was like, Oh shit. He is that's why I was like, he's a shit starter, dude. Like why would yeah. he agree to that? But I guess because that guy's his friend. Um But yeah, I wait, what did you ask? <laughs> <laughs> if we were surprised by anything honestly i don't even remember what i asked that's what this movie has done to me i just uh, don't remember. it was kind of it was just not really that interesting i just i just want to watch knives out too that's all i want this yeah movie, yeah it's just uh i don't know the the first one's way better i think uh murder on the orient express like yeah this one, and i didn't even like that one <laughs> This one just has like the same elements and it just, yeah. And it would have been, and what I kept thinking too, oh God, sorry, is that the, that ending is, is so much better and it could have worked for this one too, but it just didn't, you know? Yeah. Because there's no like real resolution. Yeah. Like they they, they just die slumped over and on a stool they would have fallen over like let's not fucking kid ourselves a hundred percent yeah i don't know and the whole theme of like i'll do anything for love like oh yeah yeah but like do why would you do that i think because <laughs> they need money i guess that's lame it's kind of lame yeah i don't know i did tell sebastian i was like so can we just like should is that what we should do just like find a rich woman <laughs> Well, that's how it ended. Yep. All right, I have some fun facts. Yeah, go for it. <clears throat> All right, this movie has been delayed several times. Originally set for a 2019 release. It got delayed in filming, so it was pushed to 2020. Then due to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic, it got pushed around several times until being set for fall 2021. Then, on April 3rd, 2021, it was announced to be delayed again to February 2022, Due to the army hammer accusations. That's three years. <laughs> Holy shit. Steve very disconnected. Like everything just felt so like it felt like they did everything in within the span of three years, you know? Yeah, the first year was just the first uh like club scene. Second was yeah. like the whole boat shit. Third was like mm-hmm. the last club scene where he shaved because that means something to him. Yeah. Apparently. Because his face got blown up. Yeah. And instead of his wife being like, I don't care what you look like. She's like, grow a mustache, you fucking weirdo. (laughs) Your lip is (laughs) fucked up. You need to cover it up. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, like that, like when they showed like what happened to his face, like the aftermath. Yeah. That was like the least amount. Like it was mainly his cheek. And there's no scarring on his cheek. That seems weird. Suspect. Maybe it would have been like too like Phantom of the Opera. Oh, maybe. I also like. <laughs> um, You're on the mask. Okay. All right. Last one. As in the case of its predecessor, Murder on the Orient Express, the murder victim is a well-known actor. So for the first one, Johnny Depp. Uh, spoiler alert. For this one, Gal Gadot 
who, despite dying early in the film, receives prominent billing and is featured heavily in marketing materials on the film poster. That's how you know, though. I That's the first thing I guessed. Where I, I leaned over Sebastian and I said, she's going to die. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we obviously don't know who died until the movie. But I didn't think it would be three, though. That was surprising. Yeah. Yeah. But even then, like, the movie... Like that's uh, if that's like the biggest thing, it's it's not good that three yeah, of the characters exactly. died, and it's honestly like I forgot that the uh, I don't remember her name, the Jon Snow. Oh yeah, you know nothing, Jon Snow. Yeah. What 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 was she? I don't remember her name. She was her. She was like her assistant, basically. Louise, maybe. Yeah. Pretty brutal death, but. I like to that was the only thing that because usually for these i'm like i want to like i want to be i want to be like oh that was clever and i feel like none of that happened in this movie except for when she remember she was being questioned and she like basically wanted to tell army hammer without telling him that she wanted to uh, i can't even explain it because she she obviously saw him right like she know mm-hmm. she knew that it was him from the get-go and so during that interrogation she basically told him that she is willing to be silent and that's when he was like i will always take care of you like that or you'll be taken care of i I thought that was clever because i didn't i wouldn't have caught that if they didn't spell it out for me (laughs) um other than that though i was eh. or the paint thing too that was so obvious like that's mm. the first, that's another thing I told Sebastian when, I, when she said, "Well, my crimson is gone." I was like, "Oh, they're gonna use it for fake paint." My red, paint. Yeah. So. Yeah. I I I don't remember if the other one showed like a death on screen, like during like when it took place, but like the the friend dying was, was kind of yeah, but yeah. Uh, not that good. I mean, go nope. watch it, I guess. Not really. Just wait for Knives Out too, honestly. Or just watch Knives Out again. Yeah. Or read the Agatha Christie books. Yeah. She has a I'm lot sure of books on are... this guy, I think. I'm sure they're good. That's all I have. Same. Any last words? Um, Champagne. <laughs> We'll see you guys next week for episode 115. Yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.